ain't shift work and we here to motivate keeping god first helping you to keep the faith uh, shift work this is what we doing bringing y'all together connecting with pastor susan dropping truth bombs uh, only speaking facts learning from the scripture all in the podcast shifting our thinking and we spreading the word all in his name you know that it's shift work let's go Okay. So today, here is something that um, is near and dear to me, and this is a, a, a topic that um, I think that we all fight for in a lot of ways. I think that we all desire, and I think that it's something um, that we all value when we find it and when we, we have it and we hold it precious to us. And aside from all that, it is a free gift that we are given and today's topic is about peace. Ooh, peace. And I'll tell you, I, I'm being completely transparent last night. The minute I started praying after midnight, I was like, God, give me something um, that I can talk about on this call that is so valuable, that is so precious, that they can take and that they can make out of it and they can use it for your glory for other people, but it will it will just touch their lives. And one word came to mind, and it was peace. And the Lord, honestly, this is what I got. The Holy Spirit said, I give the peace. They're not going to find it in anything else unless they find it through me first, through my peace. And then I instantly, this is not your scripture of the day, but uh, I instantly thought of a scripture that I used yesterday in my sermon. If y'all remember, it was at the very end. Um, Matthew 6.33, I said, to answer to any question that you have today, how do I get better? How do I get out of this, this place where I'm locked and stuck? The answer is right there. He says, seek me first. So we must seek him first because he offers the peace. So your scripture for today is John 14.27. And it says this, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So in this scripture, I love it because we see here, we know Jesus is going away, right? But he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. And I want y'all to just think for a second, the peace that Jesus had. Perfect peace. There's another scripture that says we are kept in perfect peace. Because he was perfect, therefore his peace was perfect. So when he says, I give you my peace, he's not given us the peace that uh, we can imagine, what peace looks like to us. He's not given us what our uh, definition of peace is. Because your defini- definition of peace might just be, we often say, peace and quiet. I just want some peace and quiet, which is, Code for be left alone, right? I just want some peace and quiet. We just want to be left alone, right? Maybe that's our definition of peace. But when he says, I give you my peace, that's that everything is going to be okay. You will come up against troubles in this world because I did. It's going to be okay. People in this world are going to hate you. And the scripture says, we we even talked about this a few weeks ago. I, I forget what the topic was, but 
He says, don't worry if you're hated and, and unloved, because guess what? They hated and unloved me first. So he says, don't worry about those things, because everything will be all right. And then at the end, it says, um, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. So often, our peace is disrupted because our heart is troubled over something. We can't get peace in our soul. We can't get peace in our hearts. We can't get peace in our everyday lives because our hearts are troubled. But he says here, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid because I give you my peace, his perfect peace. So why is it so necessary for us to have peace? Why does it, how can it motivate us, right? And there's several different um, definitions that you think of when you think of peace. Uh, for, for one, the opposite of peace and many other types of definitions would be war. War and peace, right? If you're not at peace, you're at war with something. You're at battle with something. Um, that can be at war with a physical war, like countries. If we're not at peace with each other, nine times out of ten, we're at war with one another, right? It can be it can be a violent battle, but it can also be a war in our minds. Okay, how often are we battling our own thoughts about ourselves, much less the people around us? Um, so we could be at war in our minds. We can be at war in our hearts. Oh, boy, we could be at war with our hearts, guys. How often have you, and just being real, okay, just being real, how often have you loved someone so deeply but man, you almost hated them at the same time. And it may be not even them. Yeah, I see hands raised. I see hands raised, head shaking, yes. And you know, it may not even be that you hate them because truly in your heart, you love them. But maybe you hate what they did to you. Maybe you hate what they said to you. Maybe you hate how they spoke to you, right? And that's where we get that that struggle and we see that battle with war and peace in our lives where it may not be a physical country to country battle, but it is a battle inside of us. Um, we can, we can see that uh, another definition of having peace is being the peacekeeper. We might refer to someone as the peacekeeper. We probably all have that person in our lives, um, that friend that is always like, y'all quit being mean to them. Quit talking about her like that. Y'all be nice to her. Okay, maybe we're that person in this group, right? But maybe um, you have that person that's even in your family. Can you think of a family member that is the peacekeeper? That they want, okay, guys, y'all stop fighting. Let's get to the bottom of this. Let's move past this. We are family. We're not going to do this. We all have one of those in our family, too, the peacekeepers. Um, but it's necessary to have peace in our lives because it gives us this. This is why it's important and necessary. Peace represents care and respect. And I want you to think about that for just a second. How does it represent care? Because if you want everyone, you know the saying, can't we all just get along, right? That is a desire for peace. Think about it. Can't we all just get along? It's a desire for peace. And when you say care and, and peace together, it means you are caring enough about someone, yourself, the situation, that you want everyone 
to have peace in the situation. Not not just yourself, right? Because when we can see it as a group or as a family, isn't it just much more fun? It's much more loving. It's much more caring. Like you don't, we think about good times with our families, right? We don't necessarily want to think about the negative times. But when you think about the good times, what was what was a key component? There was peace happening in the family. There was peace there. Um, it represents balance, and it represents goodness. When you have peace, you feel balanced. Just think about if you come home from work and you have had a rough day. We all, we all do it, right? We come home from work or wherever we've been. We've had a rough day. But you come home and you're away from the distractions of the things that caused you uh, conflicting peace at work or the people who caused the conflicting peace inside you. And you get home to that quiet space. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. And how do you find your time away just to take care of yourself? You get into that, just that peace, right? You just feel peaceful. It's just quiet. You get your alone time. What is that? What does that peace look like to you? And I want y'all to think about this week. What brings you peace when you have your time? If you were to say, okay, I'm going to go do this because this makes me feel peaceful. What is that? So I want y'all to think about that this week because it's very important that you are feeding your own peace, right? And I can tell you, go to the word, go to the word, go to the word, but we're not always going to do that. (laughs) We're not always going to do that. We got to trust that he's given us that peace, but you have to find those moments in the day. And I know um, we, somebody has mentioned before that when they come home from work or wherever, they just sit in their car. They don't even get out, right? Have y'all ever done that? You just sit in your car for like 15 minutes. The radio's not on. You're not on the phone. You're just sitting there. And you know what? Sometimes we might have even turned off the car because we don't even want to hear the hum of the engine because we are just looking for that peace. And sometimes that's like your reset zone because you know the minute that you walk into the house, and we talked about this before, I think last semester about all the different caps that we wear, right? All the different hats. So when you, that it's almost like that's a reset zone from taking off your work and worry hat to putting on your mom hat or putting on your wife hat or putting on your, um, your next job hat or your peace hat. Okay. There's a peace hat in there too. So we got to make sure that we know what it is that brings us peace and we got to make sure that we pursue it and that we seek that. Here is something that's very, very important. And I'm sure you probably have all heard this before. If it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. If it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. And, you know, when you think about that, you think about situations that you have to give up your peace in order to be a part of. And unfortunately, sometimes that's our families, y'all. Sometimes it's that extended family. Maybe you have to think about, am I willing? I got invited to this birthday party. This came up here a while back. Somebody said, I got invited to this family birthday party. And I know when I go there, it's going to be drama. You know, I feel obligated because I'm family. I feel 
obligated because I don't take part in a lot of these events because of the drama. But in my heart, I really seek peace in the situation. So I always feel like I can go and maybe make the situation better, but it never happens. What do I do? Should I go to this birthday party? Because it's going to make me uncomfortable. It's going to be chaotic. There is going to be fighting. What would you guys think? Is it going to rob that person of their peace? I would say absolutely yes. If it's going to take your peace from you, it's too expensive. Um, Family or not, there are some people that you have to love from afar. You have to love from afar because they will rob you of your peace, right? It costs you your peace. It's too expensive. So I want to talk about um, ways that we can create peace whether it's in our own lives or it's in the lives of others. Because the whole point of our Monday motivation call is to keep you motivated, but get you to motivate other people, right? How can we do that in our lives? Because often we feel like we don't do enough, right? I hear it all the time. All the time people say, I feel like I'm not doing enough. Well, this is a really great way for you to take one extra step every week. And at the end of the week, you can say, you know what? I feel like I'm I, I feel fulfilled. Like I did something for God. So here are some ways that we can offer up or create peace. Okay, here we go. Are you ready for this one? This is the bomb. Maybe this is one that you're not going to even think about choosing this week. And that's okay. But I had to think about this one. If I was going to do this, who would it be with? I want y'all to think about that too. Giving a peace offering. Who do you need to make up with? Who do you need to apologize to? Or who do you need to forgive? I know y'all are already like, all right, what's the next one, Susan? Pass. Pass. What's the next one? Go to the next one. Who can you give a peace offering to? And what would that peace offering look like? Do you need to call up somebody and say, hey, you know what? I've got something on my heart. Can I take you to coffee? That's a peace offering. Hey, you know what? I I, I would love um, to meet you for dinner. I feel like we haven't talked in a long time and we want to and we want to catch up. And maybe that's your opening. And, and you say, I, there's just some things on my heart that I really that I really want to talk to you. I feel bad about. You know what? Most people, if you let them know, you kind of preempt that conversation with, I've done something that I need to apologize for. They want to hear it. We do. We want to hear, okay, please uh, let me know, you know, let's get past this, right? So maybe that's, maybe that's just having a little bit of a dinner. What kind of peace offering? Can you just randomly send somebody some flowers or drop something off at their door with a little note? Um, that says, I'm just thinking about you, and no matter what, I love you. Or I forgive you, you know, maybe that person that you're just like, but it's robbing you of your peace for not forgiving them. Do y'all see that correlation? Because if you're not at peace, you're at war with something. That's the opposite of peace. So if you're not at peace with this person and, and, and what they did to you, then we've got to forgive them because Jesus says, right? The word says, forgive them for they know not what they do. They probably don't even know that they've hurt you the way that they've done. But if they have and they do know, forgive them anyway. It says 70 times seven, forgive them, which means never stop forgetting them, just forgiving them. Just let, just let it go. 
And it doesn't mean forgetting, okay? Forgiving does not mean forgetting. Let's make that very clear. It does not mean that you're going to forget or excuse what they have done to you. That's not what I'm saying. But you got to forgive them in order to get your own peace and move on about it. So a peace offering. And they're like, okay, hurry, move to the second one. I don't like this one. Okay, how about creating a peaceful environment? How can you create a peaceful environment in that, that's in your home, that could be in your workplace, that could be in your car? A lot of times it is just turning on worship music, just turning on worship music. Uh, back when I used to work at an optometry office, uh, I was the keeper of the Spotify. So I made the decision of what was listened to in the office, and I always kept it on worship music. And I'm going to tell you, it just created such a peaceful atmosphere. Um, Even the girls that normally would bicker with each other, they started recognizing the songs. These are girls that did not even go to church. They were not saved, but this is the way that I could bring them Jesus in this situation. And before long, these girls were walking around the office singing oceans, y'all. I was like, Lord, stay at work up in this place. Stay at work. And before you know it, they started knowing more and more of these worship songs that would play. And I just, I was so thankful every day when I would hear that. They'd be like in the lab or cleaning up and they'd be singing along to the music that was playing. So don't forget, you can create peace for other people in very creative ways. Maybe you need to turn on some worship music at your desk or whatever. Create an environment of peace. Um, Maybe that's if your kids are fighting. What can you do to create peace there? Maybe you need to come up with a system. You need to come up of a way that says, hey, you got to take 10 minutes out and you got to write down, you know, how you're feeling right now and switch notes with the other person that you're mad at so each other can understand how the other one is feeling in that frustration. And maybe that brings to light um, more understanding and then they can be better at peace, whatever it works for you, okay? So how about creating peace in your heart with God's promises? Um, Ollie just shared this morning, uh, if you weren't on on early chat, about her uh, the way that she created last week, uh, last week's topic. She not only has her scripture cards that she speaks over herself every morning, but she decided to organize them by uh, like morning time. When she gets up in the morning, she has her scriptures, you know, you are renewed every single day. You know, God's promises for her as she leaves the house that day. And I think that's a great way um, to bring peace in your heart over God's promises. Write them down. Do you even know what God's promises are? Because they will bring you peace. Uh, you know, I, I read yesterday, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that says he gives you a hope and a future. That's great, but those are not the only two promises over your life. Those are just the most common ones that people remember. So really get in there. And, you know, there's even scriptures that say, you are far more precious than rubies. You are the apple of his eye. Like these are beautiful promises over us that we need to know. And then they will bring us peace every single day. Um, So here's another one. Accept what and who you cannot change. Let me take a drink of coffee on that one. That will bring you peace, ladies. You have to accept who and what you cannot change. We have to let control go of some of these situations, right? We just can't. We can't control who they are. We can't control what they do. 
Um, but we have to accept that and we have to focus on our own peace. But what we cannot forget to do is to pray for that person because that person or that thing or that job or that manager or whomever may be the subject in your mind is battling their own wars right now. They've got their own battle of war and peace going on inside of them. So the best thing that we can do is to pray for peace over them, that the Lord show them peace, that they recognize peace, that they experience peace. Because once you do experience peace, when you experience this peace that he says he gives us, you're never the same. That's why they, they, the scripture says it's the peace that passes all understanding. Like, we don't even understand why we're so at peace with some of the situations that come against us. It's because we know that hope. We know that person who gives us that peace, and we have nothing to worry. Um, and then really quick, I'm going to wrap up. Um, spend time away with God just like Jesus did. Often we see in scriptures Jesus stepped aside from his disciples, stepped away from the work, and went and spent time just with God. And the disciples knew, okay, don't go mess with Jesus right now because he's spending time with the Father. Maybe we need to alert our, the people around us, hey, I'm going into my prayer closet for the next 30 minutes. Hey, I'm going to go take a drive around town out in the country for 30 minutes. I need to go spend some time with God because that truly will bring the peace into you. So here's your motivation for this week. Create a, a, create a peaceful space for you and for someone else. Create that atmosphere. Be intentional about it. How can you offer up peace to other people? Um, and, but here's your challenge. Make a peace offering this week. <laughs> Some of y'all haven't done any of these challenges yet. This needs to be the one. I can already tell you're already like, I am not doing that one either. Yes, you are. Somebody on this call is going to do it. Make sure that you take a peace offering to someone this week. And then I'm going to end with this quote. It's by Mother Teresa, who was the ultimate peacekeeper, right? She did so, uh, like with national leaders, uh, distinguished people all over the world worked closely with her. Her saying says this, peace begins with a smile. Peace begins with a smile. Start with your smile first. I love you guys. I'm going to pray you out, and then I'll see you next week for the last call. Father, we just thank you so much for the peace that you give us. It's so undeserved, Lord God, but you give it to us anyway. And it's your special peace, God. It's the peace unlike any other. It's the peace that um, that makes our hearts settle and our minds settle and takes away the fear. And God, we just want to honor you today and we want to um, accept that peace and we want to be used to, to bring that peace to other people in creative ways, Lord God. And this week, I hope that you open up the hearts of everyone on this call to seek that peace within themselves and to seek that peace with others and that you may open up opportunities for them to reconcile relationships, to heal wounds, Lord God, through that great peace that you offer. And I pray that this be a safe week for everyone and that you just bless our lives and that we will continue to seek you first in all things and in your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys, and I will see you guys um, soon. Happy 4th of July. Y'all be safe. Keep all your fingers and toes. <laughs>